0: It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media.
1: So, what is this? Is it a podcast? Where's eye contact with this? Is this you here?
2: Consequence Podcast Network. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith With. It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence. And the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks as always for making your way here, checking out the series. Uh, you know what to do, like what you see, what you hear, hit that subscribe button. I put out three new interviews every single week, new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones at iTunes and Apple Podcast, at Spotify and Podchaser, NPR, WFBK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. That's me, Kyle Meredith. Today, my guest, Steven Van Zant. we got a handful of things we're going to get into. It's uh, the 21st anniversary of Little Steven's Underground Garage. So we'll jump into that. We're also, of course, going to be talking about the uh, current tour with uh, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band as well. Uh, So uh, let's see here. Uh, Steven's going to tell us. Uh, Why the British Invasion is so important to his radio show and its lasting impact on 60s culture. And also why he thinks we'll never see another musical revolution like it again. Uh, He's also going to reveal why Bruce and the band have decided to stick with a fixed set list for this current tour. Uh, We'll get into the mortality themes of not only the latest tour, but also the uh, Letter to You album. And uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about social media as well, calling out some folks on there, all that, and a whole lot more. Twenty-one years of Little Steven's Underground Garage. It's Kyle and Meredith with Steven Van Zandt. Hello, Kyle. How are you? It's a pleasure to have you on here, and and we're talking about a few things. I know we're gonna. Uh, I'm going to ask about the tour with the the East Street and all how that's going, but uh, but we got. It's sort of been a big anniversary for the underground garage 20 21 years right around there since you launched this congratulations yeah, I, I i thank you
1: I, I know i should be keeping track uh, of these things but uh, i have no sense of time whatsoever uh, it's one of my you know eccentric many eccentricities uh um but yeah thank you I, yeah we kind of became a somehow we 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 stumbled our way into becoming an institution i don't know how that happened um, nobody wanted the show at first, <laughs> and here we are, 20, whatever, 20, 21 years later, and that's um, nice. It's nice because uh, a lot of people depend on us at this point, you know. We, we've, uh, we in addition to, of course, playing all the classic stuff um, that nobody plays anymore, um, we also have introduced over a thousand new bands, you know, so that's nice. Yeah, uh, light yeah. and sweet if you can do it. Uh,
2: yeah. yeah. I found plenty of those bands actually from listening to like it it is people do depend on it. And and people God, people hoard the shows as their own, you know. Like I remember even hearing an interview I was, I was thinking right before we did this with uh with Eddie Vedder, uh Pearl Jam, and he brought out a big binder that he collects your show, you know. Even if that, like <laughs> yeah. you like, like do you hear from those fans like that, that that like like listen to that degree?
1: Yeah, yeah, we we used to, we, we used to uh uh, uh ship it you know on on uh on cd yeah and uh <laughs> and yeah so so a lot of, a lot of a lot of people uh, collected them uh and uh yeah he 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 was uh he was an early early listener which was great you know he's such a he's a good friend
2: nice champion to have right there well let, yeah. let's just back up a little bit you know for the for the 20 years i mean what was your vision when you launched this and, and because it seems like it's been pretty consistent, you know, to, as you said, to, to dig into the history of rock and roll and to show off the new bands, it, you know, what you had in mind, is that still how it plays today? Yeah. You know,
1: it, it's funny because, you know, watch out what you wish for, right? And, you know, you, you're you staring there at, at a blank page and, and, um, it just so happened. I knew the guy who had taken over Sirius satellite, uh, uh, programming and, um, and he says, "Well, you know, what should we do with this?" You know, and I said, "Well, I just happen to have two two new formats that I I don't know what to do with." You know, so it's like perfect timing. But you know, it's it, it's interesting when you have a, uh, the opportunity to do anything you want. You know, anything, no rules whatsoever. You know, um, it it really uh, it really makes you think <laughs> for a minute. Um, and it took it took a little while to, to find my you know radio voice and all that you know the, the, you know what exactly the show should be but we pretty much hit the ground running it didn't it didn't change a whole lot um, the original idea was um to make the, the british invasion the center of the universe and uh, play everything that influenced the british invasion and everything the british invasion has influenced pretty much and that really hasn't changed um You know, uh, I handpicked every song, I don't know what, I don't know how many songs we have now, must be six or 6,000 or so, and um, so the sensibility that connected them really was just my own completely subjective, uh, you know, opinion, to be honest, Um, but it was fun to connect the dots. Uh, play, play the original version, you know, of of a song that's covered by the British Invasion, you know, uh, and then we started. Well, much later, I don't know, about ten years in, we started. It's, we finally, um, it, it, you know, made that an official thing with the with the daily double, double play. Um, what do we call it? <laughs> the double play uh, um the daily double you know you know where where we'll play the original version with the cover version together you know but but for years we just played them both you know as as regular programming so but and, and cover and we cover you know we really cover the waterfront i mean we go back pretty much to 51 1951 so it's now it's 70 years you know 70 years of of rock and its influences. So we'll, you know, we're the only place playing the original, you know, the blues stuff, you know, the Howlin' Wolf and Muddy Waters, you know, where it came from. And the pioneers like Little Richard and Bo Diddley and you know Chuck Berry, and, and then right, right up to, you know, every every and every subgenre related to what became the British Invasion, which includes girl the girl group thing, you know, the Beatles especially picked up on the girl group thing, you know, with the, you know the Shirelles and and, you know, all that, uh, you know, chiffons and, and Shangri-Las and uh, and the surf, the surf genre also, um, you know, um, influencing the Beach Boys and um, and doo-wop, you know, influencing the Four Seasons. Um, you know, we, we only, we, we're probably the only place still playing doo-wop, which was really um in the entirety of rock and roll when rock and roll started uh, it was nothing but doo-wop really uh, you know in the beginning uh rockabilly hadn't even happened yet <laughs> you know so you know we played doo-wop we played rockabilly uh you know we, we um uh, we added slim jim phantom having his own uh, rockabilly show
2: and we'll be right back right after this shout out to uh Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples uh i, I live in kentucky proallergy.com that's asteproallergy.com Astapro and go use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing and itchy nose due to allergies. The future
0: is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly, but then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard-to-recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com.
2: Welcome back. It's Kyle and Meredith with Stephen Van Zandt.
1: You know, we just try and cover all of the subgenres that made the British invasion what it was which was, uh, as far as I'm concerned, beginning of a, of a renaissance period of the 60s that uh, I think will never be equaled uh, and will be studied for hundreds of years to come. I sincerely believe that and, and, and believe that the history will someday be, be divided at pre-60s and post-60s, you know, because um, it was a birth of not, not it was just not just an artistic renaissance, but, and, and that included movies and books and everything else you know painting um but also um it was the birth of consciousness and 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 and, and the birth of mass media and, and, and you know the birth of so many so many social movements uh so there was a lot going on in the 60s and um so I, early on i decided you know a lot of people feel like they missed the party you know and they kind of did <laughs> um so I'm going to make sure that, you know, um, you know we, we're going to you know, recapture as much as we can of that party and um, not only celebrate the music, but also celebrate the culture. So we started having these little, um, you know, vignettes about um, just silly, cultural, fun things. You know, let's talk about who invented the surfboard. Let's you know who invented the hot dog. You know uh, who, who invented the drive-in theater. You know let's celebrate Roger Corman. You know let's celebrate you know uh, you know Jack Kerouac. You know let's celebrate Lawrence Ferlinghetti. You know you know let's celebrate everything that's cool. Basically, uh, you know because um, not very much is cool anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know <laughs> and and, and um, you know so it became a a thing of celebrating the '60s. You know, mostly, because that's the special era, you know. And then um, picking the DJs that could uh, tell first-person stories. You know, that that was, um, you know, I, something I really wanted to do. I wanted to have, you know, instead of a journalist or whoever, you know, talking about second person or third person or something they, something they read about or something they heard about, you know, I wanted to try and find people who were actually there if I could, you know. So starting with Andrew Lou Goldham, who was just a phenomenal DJ for us. And uh, now, now Mark Lindsay, you know, we just added recently. It was just incredible. Uh, you know. And um and and you know, and another other a lot of artists, you know, Palmyra Delran, who, you know, who was an who's an artist herself. Um, of course, Michael Debar, um, uh, you know, um, so you know, we 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 wanted to um uh, have as much of that as we could uh, in, involved, uh, you know. I mean, we we inherited Rodney Bingenheimer you know, who who was in the center of so much, and 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 you know, I gotta get him to tell. I gotta tell. I I gotta get him to tell more stories because I mean, this guy has more stories than you know anybody, and uh, he doesn't tell. He doesn't tell enough stories. I I gotta, I gotta talk to him about that. Um, you know, he's he, he's always finding new music still to this day. You know, this guy like broke. He broke. You know, Bowie. You know, behind you, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> uh, and and the entire glam thing, and and uh, you know, he 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 was so so responsible for so much. And uh, and the the minute they let him go in L.A., which they shamefully should never, you know, should have never done. Um, you know, they kept moving his time slot later and later and later until he was on like three o'clock in the morning or something. And then they finally let him go. And I, you know, I just I just call them the next day. I'm like, Ronnie, you you you're not gonna be out of work for 24 hours, you know. Uh, you come come with us, you know. Um, so yeah, you know, so it was mostly bring personality back to radio. Okay, you know, I grew up with radio, it was everything to me. I mean, we had we had a bunch of great TV shows on at the same time, I must say. You know we had like 10 rock and roll TV shows on can you imagine a world like that you know uh, but and that only lasted two or three years but um, but radio was always uh, really first you know and it, it introduced us to the music we loved and, and 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 we you know we had a relationship with we had a relationship with, with the radio station and with, and with the and with the DJs I wanted to bring that back you know I mean it's somewhere along the way they chased all the personality out of music radio and, and traced it into sports radio and, and talk radio and guess what the audience went with them you know that's, that wasn't a coincidence that's what people want that people want that relationship you know and it was just gone it was gone from rock radio for I don't know what 30 years or something you know and so we brought that back and brought back you know IDs, you know, artists doing you know IDs again, and and we brought in movie clips, you know, we 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 play movie clips in between the songs, just to again reinforce the the '60s culture, mostly, although there are movie clips from uh, every era, but um, yeah, just fun, man. Bring back some fun, cause life is just so fucking boring. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you know, when, when when did it become so boring? Really, you know. It's terrible, and I, mean, I feel so bad for this generation, and the last generation, and the generation before that. I mean, this has gotten more and more boring, especially since the 80s, you know? But um, that was already, you know, not nearly as much fun as, as you know, we were having in the 60s and 70s. But um, anyway, so it's, it's, all, it's all that, you know? It's, it's, it's the coolest music, it's the coolest cultural stuff, and just, you know, fun, man,
2: fun. Well, I I will say the cultural impact that it has had. And it reminded me, I mean, the things you're saying, I mean, this is complete coincidence that we're here talking about this. Like my very first thing, I am a a child of the 80s. So my very first uh, piece of music that I got was Born in the USA on cassette. But the next thing was all the Time Life cassettes that came out around that time, the little pink cassettes that they would sell on TV. That was all from the 60s. And that became, I became captivated. I mean, we were in a time in the 80s where, you know, the 50s became sort of what everybody was looking back. The 60s, the Wonder Years was a big show, you know, at that point. So, so, you know, all of that became such an important time for me. So, you know, hearing when I finally did get turned on to the Underground Garage, I mean, listening to it is like getting a Ph.D., rock and roll if you listen long (laughs) enough it really is it's there you know it's and and then when you look at the television shows of today the music that you know ends up being the music that everybody's talking about it ends up being the older music it's not the newer songs that you know so it's not a question by the way it's just saying how much it is appreciated you know all the things that you were just talking about what that actually does mean to us fans
1: yeah, well, thank you. Yeah, I, I you know, I'm, you know, I'm a fan first. I mean, and by the way, this is all about being selfish, not being philanthropic. You know, uh, not that we make any money from it, we, we don't. <laughs> but, 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 uh, you know, I, I want to turn the radio on and, 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 you know, have that experience that I grew up with. I mean, that, that's what the bottom line is. You know, it was all about me. <laughs> you know, me being selfish and, and wanting to, you know, have some. Cool radio on again, you know, um, you know, not nothing wrong with with regular mainstream uh, rock radio. I mean, you know, in, in its limited way, you know, I mean that that's the format that plays us, right? You know, I mean, you know, nothing wrong with them, and and I'm on, and those are the most of the, the stations I'm on, as far as my uh my 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 regular terrestrial, you know, my show, my weekly show, which is still on. Um, I don't know how many uh, 80, 80 affiliates or whatever it is. Uh, anyway, th- th- you know, those are the st- those are most of the stations that I'm that I'm actually on. Those you know, those stations that wanted to be a little bit wider than the 300 records that they play, you know, whatever it is. Um, you know, you go from 300 to 6,000. You know, um, you know, so there's nothing wrong with that. It's it's just it's just it's just a bit limited, and you're not gonna you're not gonna get uh, all the mixed genres. I mean, people said you I couldn't do it. You can't mix the genres. You know, you just can't, you know, it's never going to work, you know, you can't play Howlin' Wolf into the Ramones, (laughs) you know, (laughs) into, you know, into uh, the Ronettes, you know, into, uh, uh, you know, the the Woggles or whatever the new band is, you know, Uh, and, and I was like, yeah, you really can. You know, you really can do that because uh, that's my taste
2: and that's what I want to hear. That's how people I really it, listen to music.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and you want to have that diversity uh, because it's all cool stuff, you know. And, I, was, you know, you can't play anything. But, I, you know, if I like it, I think, you know, there's going to be other people that like it. I mean, you have to have that kind of megalomaniacal ego <laughs> to, to do this in the first place. You know, you have to say to yourself, you know, I am just the arbiter of, you know, cool, <laughs> and uh, you know, if I like it, you know, millions are gonna like it, and that turned out to be pretty true, uh, actually. You know, luckily, uh, you know, it was just by luck, but 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 you know, I'm a fan first. You know, I, I want it when I, when I want to hear. I figure other people want to hear, and um, you know, so that's that, that's the basis of it.
2: And we'll be right back right after this. Welcome back. It's Kyle and Meredith with Stephen Van Zandt. Now take us from you know the airwaves to the stage because I really want to uh, 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 quickly ask about the uh, the tour that you're on right now. Of course, E Street, Bruce back out, and you know for the first time in a few years now. And um, and and I think you know I've I've it's so fun to watch how you interact with listeners and fans, Twitter, everything else, uh, because because <laughs> you know even though they're fans, you don't hold back on calling their bullshit sometimes. And, and you know, one of the things I think that come up is you guys are playing a tighter set list this time around. Mm-hmm. Uh, you had mentioned online because, like, you're telling a story more than maybe you ever have. And, and I just kind of want to throw that out. What is the story and what was the decision behind kind of keeping it group like this?
1: Yeah, I had, to, I had to, you know, I had to let that guy have it the other day. I, you know,
2: he's like, you
1: know, you started off playing 28 songs and now you're playing 26. You know, I want my money back, you know. You know. <laughs> You know, get the fuck out of here, okay? You know, I'm like, you know, anybody measuring this show by the amount of songs, or the amount of time you spend on stage, ain't listening. You're not paying attention, okay? You're some kind of accountant or something, you know? Go fucking, you know, play with numbers somewhere else, you know? This ain't about numbers. It's about an emotional experience, Mm -hmm. And this one happens to be, uh, I think, a special one. And the audiences are reacting uh, in a way I've never seen in America, okay? This is the strongest reaction we have ever received from audiences in America. And we, an
2: incredible and we, statement.
1: It is an incredible statement because we've had the best audiences in America always. Always. They've always been, you know, go to any, any show you want to go to, we've always had the best reaction from an audience. It's just, we just have a wonderful relationship. And this time, they've just gone to some other level. And I think part of it is the show. Um, it's a yes, it's different. It is different. Um, but it's like more like a Broadway show, you know, and more, more like a typical show of a rock band. You know, most rock bands don't change any songs. Mm-hmm. You know, I know rock bands that have the set list laminated. <laughs> 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 that's, that's the truth, OK? Um, and, you know, um, more like one of my Disciples shows, which is, you know, I, I always create a theme and a story. And so every song has a purpose, you know, so you don't just change songs. You know, I, I, you know, when I do my own shows, I don't change the songs. I, I decide what the show is and pretty much and stick to it. And most people do. just like a Broadway show. Why? Because you're telling a story and every song has a purpose. And it's kind of. And of course bruce had the the, the terrific broadway show uh and um uh, and so you know um you know that might be coincidental uh you know whatever but but um the last album we did letter to you um had uh the most um coherent uh i think theme of bruce's career really uh, I mean I I all my albums are thematic albums. You know, every single one of my albums, uh, I, I I come up with the idea first and the and the theme first and what I want to say, and then I write the album. Uh Bruce had never really worked that way until this one. Um, you know, he um happened to have his one of his, you know, long, long, uh long time friends uh Die uh, and and he realized he was the last guy left from his original band, the Castiles. You know, when George Dethis died, and um, and that you know that, that makes you think, you know, suddenly, um, wow, you know, and out of that grew uh, that wonderful album, which is um, extremely uh, high quality for for a guy, you know, doing it this long and and having no reason. To continue being creative honestly you know i mean him and and you know bruce and, and and bob dylan particularly you know these two guys just you know they don't know how to stop right I mean, you know they, they just don't know how to, you know lucky us they, they, you know what i mean <laughs> they, they just they yeah yeah uh you know i mean the songs on letter to you are incredible and, and, and they're going over incredible you know and in america it's not it, it's it's you know it's not like it's not like everybody in America runs out and buys a new album. Okay, it's just one of those things. Takes a little bit more time in America, mm-hmm. um, so you can see, you know, on some of the faces, you know, the, the, some some people recognize the new songs, uh, but most don't. And yet they're going over wonderfully. You know, they're really they're going over like 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 people you know have been listening to these songs for for for, for decades and. Um, and That's because of the quality of the songs. You know, they're just they're just immediately accessible and they're just terrific you know um, so so the the album was mostly about you know mortality and uh, um, you know I don't want to put words you know in, 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 you know speak for Bruce but but in my mind um, it was very much uh, a very coherent sort of album and that has kind of now you know been translated to to the live show and although um the the uh, the the show is not exactly a best of show it's more like a samples from each of our eras you know Uh, interesting interesting choices i think that bruce made Uh, and 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 really haven't we haven't changed the set since the very first rehearsal Uh, he just he just he just happened to hit on what he wanted to do very early in, in the rehearsal process. I mean, we only rehearsed you know, four times or something. Um, but but um, um, so so uh, the songs, um, even though they're from uh, you know they're not all from uh, obviously not all from uh, the letter to you, but but they but they take on a, a bit of that theme. You know, they, they start to you know they start to reflect. So it's not it's not exactly a linear literal storyline you know from beginning to end but it has that it has that color of 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 you know of the theme that comes from the album especially you know now Backstreets in particular now takes on a, a, you know an entirely different meaning you know now it's you know it's about george Thies. you know uh you know that's the wonderful thing about art isn't it you know it just you know it, it's so it's so. uh it's flexible and, and, and uh, it, it can change uh, from time to time. Great art, I think, does that. You know, it, it has, you know, it has insights and, and, and info, you know, information about life, uh, emotional information that's being communicated that, that can shift according to your own uh, situation, your own, your own circumstance, you know. Uh, and that's a classic example of it right there, you know, in a show. He does Last Man Standing in the middle of the show into Backstreets and um, and does this rap at the end of Backstreets. It's uh, incredible. I mean, it's the most emotional thing. And um, and so you know uh, you know and that's not true. With, obviously, with every song, and that's not the that's not the intent. You know, we're still going to throw in some fun things and some things that aren't related to the theme. You know, but but overall. Um, somebody on Twitter the other day added, you know, it's about mortality and vitality, you know, which I like, I like that. Um, yeah. You know, so, you know, you know, the Twitterverse isn't all bad, you know, it just, <laughs> 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 you do. <laughs> I do it's learned, moments. I, I, I do occasionally learn things after I go on troll patrol, you know, and <laughs> mute all the fucking MAGA assholes, you know, which, you know, it's almost a full-time job. Uh, I don't know what they're doing in my fucking feed to begin with. I mean, you know, what are they I doing in
2: Kentucky? I'm used to that one, so yeah, yeah. No, right? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're
1: not kidding. I don't know how those two fucking senators keep getting elected. Let I me mean, talk about, you know, an election process that needs to be examined. <laughs> I mean, how do those two assholes keep getting elected down there? Well, they don't haven't done one single thing for the population, not one thing. Name one thing, okay? That Rand and McConnell have ever done for the fucking Kentucky population, the working class. Nobody can name one single thing, okay? I mean, how do they keep getting elected? I don't get it. You know, I'm telling you, I I I I blame the DNC for this. You know, let's not, let's not, we're not gonna get into this, you know, because you know, that, <laughs> right. that's another three hours of me, right. you know, of, of me, you know, bashing these motherfuckers. But, you know, I mean, I I'm I'm sorry, you know. People were so thrilled that we only lost the house by five seats. I'm like, what? You know, what do you what? What, what is the matter with you? You know, um, you know, uh, Mrs. Lincoln. You know, don't worry about it. It was only a small caliber pistol. <laughs> you know, you right. know, Sorry about that. You know, uh, you, uh, you know. I mean, what? You know, we lost, lo- but to lose that he's complete lunatics. You know i mean it's embarrassing you it, uh, know it's embarrassing they should have gone door to door in kentucky door to door and just ask people what what why are you voting for this guy
2: <laughs> what what is it about these guys that you like
1: <laughs> okay
2: well, i can honestly say it wasn't us in louisville uh, but uh we're sort of the outlier in the state so one of the couple outliers but anyway
1: we love louisville louisville is a special place special place you know i'm an old gambler from way back so you know, it's one of the sacred cities, you know. Yeah, I was thinking
2: about I saw you posted about the derby, and I was thinking, like, you know, we we we, we gave NRBQ to the world. They they came from here. Uh, we gave the Rugby's for the moment back in the 60s. You know, they came from here. My morning jacket <laughs> slant and all that stuff later, you know. But uh, I figured, like, you probably got some ties somewhere in there. Just the amount of ties that you have.
1: <laughs> yeah, Kentucky Headhunters, right? Um, yeah, well, I got, you know, my one of my best friends, you know, Backstretch Billy uh, lives there and uh you know uh, he's my he's my uh, my track guy so we, we, we occasionally you know visit and um, you know uh, uh,
2: you know I can go and visit my money
1: occasionally but but uh anyway let's not give, go there either All right.
2: <laughs> and we'll be right back right after this welcome back it's Kyle and Meredith with Steven Van Zant the tour has been fantastic to watch. And of course I've been watching from afar online and everything and seeing what you guys are doing. And when the only strong survive tracks, make it in there. And, 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 and I'm just so happy that you guys are still doing it, you know, and, and what, you know, still is possible for the future. I mean, as a greedy fan, you were talking about, you know, it's all about you and you're and making it greedy. I'll say it's like, in the fabled vault, I'm so curious, you know, what else is hiding because it seems like every album has a story of like, oh yeah, we started working on this so long ago and now it became this and it's like, you think you, you think there's more on the way like that?
1: I don't know, you know, he's always got some something somewhere, you know, it, it's, just, it's just like endless and uh, he's always got an album or two in his pocket, you know. Uh, so, um, don't, yeah, I'm never going to be surprised what he pulls out. Um, but those, but those those, were nice surprises to me. I, I wasn't that familiar with those songs. I mean, you know, the, the real fans, of course, were. Um, uh, but um, I didn't really remember uh, if I were a priest or, or Janie, a uh, shooter, you know. Um, and they were just terrific, you know, terrific songs to redo. You know, you're, not, you're never going to write that way again. You know what I mean? There's a certain innocence with those early, that early stuff that... Um, is this so refreshing and, and nice and uh you know just having fun with words you know i mean uh you know nobody loves the english language more than bob dylan okay i mean this guy just loves the language okay and we all we've all learned from him um but you know bruce in those early days was was very very influenced by by the early bob dylan and um and so he fell in love with the language as well uh, you know uh so you you know you get these these storylines you know well like like bruce says when we do a fire reprise he's like you know i still don't know what it means but but we we like it you know uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, in those days you didn't have to know what it meant you know what i mean just you were just having fun throwing words together and uh you know, creating images and, you know, let let people make up their own stories, man. You know, um, that's part of the process, too. It's nice. It's nice to leave some room uh, when you can for the audience to participate. Uh, you know, art, art, art is, is is best at that, really. You know, art, art, art and religion, you know, they both work uh, because of, a, of an element of mystery. You know, uh, you don't want to know everything about it. You know what I mean? You don't want to really know, uh, you know, know, too many details sometimes. You want to be able to participate and make up your own, you know? So, uh, you know, those early songs have that sort of random just coolness
2: to it, you know? Love how the tour has been going in the storyline. I really do enjoy this set. But let me tie it back around. I'm going to close out with this because, again, 20, 21 years of Underground Garage, that ain't nothing, especially in radio. And I know that, personally. Congratulations. I hope you do this for another 20, 30, 50, 60 years because it's important.
1: Well, thank you. Uh, um, Certainly, I hope the the format, both this format and my other format, Outlaw Country, um, which basically does the same thing, you know. Basically, plays all the cool songs that nobody else is playing, you know. Basically, in that little country's case, it's all three generations of Hank Williams, which sums it up, you know. Uh, but but um, um, I, I think both formats uh, hopefully will live, you know, beyond me, you know, as I hope my, you know, my my school curriculum will, you know. Uh, so, so yeah, it 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 it, it, it is important um you know more important than i am and and uh and and hopefully it will continue um to connect the dots you know because uh this era uh will be like i say it will, will be special until they invent new instruments you, you know um and even then i think they'll probably be you know studying chuck berry you know copying chuck berry and little richard and, and um and so, so you know, the the the, um, the idea is is to continue to to reinforce uh, where things have come from. There's still a resonance, even though even though you know, yeah, rock is no longer part of the mainstream and it's no longer on the charts, you know. Uh, but the sensibility uh, that comes from the rock era is still present with us, you know. Um, a great rock band, and 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 we we introduce a new one almost every week. I mean, great bands. And, you know, they're going to have a following. You know, it's never going to be mainstreamed again, maybe. you know, Maybe they're never going to have a hit, per se. But hopefully people come out and support them when they come and play live. And they're going to still get something out of that experience that's that's important and essential and unique. Unique. There's something unique about rock, you know, and, uh, and all the subgenres that come from it. So we you know we 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 will continue to do that, and and, and like I say, beyond beyond me, it'll, it'll continue, and, and that's important.
2: Well, thank you, Stephen. Thank you so much for doing it, and uh, and thank you for taking the time to talk about it. My pleasure, man. My thanks to Stephen Van Zantz, twenty-one years of the Underground Garage, and uh, of course uh, Bruce Springsteen and the Eastery Band on tour throughout the year. Thanks to you for checking out the episode. Uh, Before you get out, I do hope you hit that subscribe button. Again, it's three new interviews every single week, new and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. It's at uh, iTunes and Apple Podcasts, at Spotify and Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org, Right to a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. It's an hour full of song premieres and music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews. That's Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at wfpk.org. Consequence has your music and film news. Of course, you can also find me on the social medias, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all three of them. The address is at Kyle Meredith. Do hope you like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network.
1: You know, some real smart guy is going to invent a computer that has the camera in the fucking middle where it should be.
0: You know what I mean? It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker. Live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media.